Hello, welcome to the podcast. This is Satch, and today I'm going to be talking to Nika, and we are going to be finishing the homeschool series. This is part three, and she's going to be talking um, about how it's been going with e-schooling. So, hi, Nika. Hi. Yes, it's it's actually been going okay. Um, we're I've been doing it for now eight weeks and then next week will be our last week and we'll um, be finished for the school year. So I would say it's been, it's been an okay experience. I think I've learned a lot about myself and, and my child and there has been a lot of ups and downs, but overall I think it's been really good for both of us. I've seen um, what areas my child needs some work on. I've seen areas where I need work on, especially in the patient's department. So I think it's been good, even though it's been hard. And I think in life, like those hard situations are what grow you. And so I am thankful for this time because I think it has helped um, us. And, you know, it's just prepared us because I know all summer long, he won't be going to summer camp or any of the things that he's usually done in the summer. So I'll have to do some kind of, you know, schooling, whether, um, so it, 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 I think it's going to prepare us for that. Yes, that's great. And I would say that's been the benefit for me is just what I've kind of learned in the process, especially like you said, the patients, the, you know, trying to deal with frustrations. It's really a wonderful like opportunity to kind of tackle those things that we try to neglect or avoid, or I don't know if we mentioned this before, but you know, we love our kids so much. So it's easy to want to give them the best tutors and we'll sign them up for Mm -hmm. every opportunity. But then when it comes to us having to do it, you know, like I said, we run to these other things because we want them to have you know, these patient, great teachers, but now we're having to step up and teach our kids. And I feel like it's a good, it's, it's been so helpful for me too. Um, in that area. So, okay. Um, I was just wondering what's your schedule like and over the past nine weeks, has it stayed the same or have you had to change it over that course? Yes, for sure. I think um, the school gives him um, a weekly curriculum, so it covers all the subjects and also has like art and music and PE. And so you have to turn in the work for all the subjects and it gives you things to do for each subject a day. So at first it was really daunting and it seemed like a lot. But I think also the district realized that this is a lot for parents, especially parents who are working and have to do all, do this simultaneously, the e-schooling. So now um, I think we've learned what is important to do. Like you can prioritize the work. And so that's what I've done is prioritize um, what is the most important thing to accomplish. And the other things, if we get them done, great. But we're not like, you know, feeling that pressure that every single thing needs to be done. Um And that is helpful because we do other things for learning on top of this curriculum that's given from the district. And so what I've learned with my son is that when I would bombard him with the schedule and say we have to get 
all the subjects done. It was very daunting. So what we did and what we've been doing for the past few weeks is just separating it, just picking maybe two or three things in the morning to accomplish. And then in the afternoon, having maybe one or two things that we finish. Um, So that's been really helpful. Um, The first thing we do is our devotional. And I think that's like how we start our day. And that has been very helpful to just come together. It's kind of like a morning meeting. We just talk about the things that we need to get done, but also pray for others, pray for ourselves, things that we need to work on. So that starts our day really well. And then we do things that require a lot more attention, like writing and the reading assignments that he has. He's in kindergarten. So, okay, sorry, that was my son. Um, But anyways, um, we um, now, since we have been doing that, it's been really helpful. I'm going to have to put you on a quick mute. My son is just coming in and out of the room. I have to let him know that we're doing this recording. One moment. Hold on. Okay. No problem. Just something I wanted to add is it's just amazing as we're talking about e-learning. You'll probably hear some background noise. Um, it's our children, and we can never find the time. Okay. To- Oh, just one second. I was just saying that we can never find the time to do this together. So it's been great. Our mom is actually over Zoom talking with our kids. But if you hear that noise in the background, it is our kids. But this is just how we've had to make it work. So technology is great. And it's really <laughs> helped us out. Yes. But I was just trying to say how, you know, with all the e-learning and all the stuff, we've been able to try to make all of this work because our kids with us all the time so we have to make it work right (laughs) exactly and we also don't live in the same state or city so we have to do this recording over the phone and we found that sometimes we have glitches with our wi-fi and so some of our recordings will spend an hour doing it and then we'll have to redo it because it wasn't clear and so we don't have all the savvy equipment we're kind of just doing things as we go (laughs) with very little equipment just our phones So, um, yeah, we're kind of learning as we go, but, um, yeah, I just, so I I think I was just talking about our schedule. That's pretty much what we do is just like, we, we, what I find and I have like a six year old. So if any parents have, you know, younger children incentives really work. So for the morning, if he does get his work done, then there is a um, reward of some sort. Um, he gets to choose an activity that he can do while I am putting his younger brother to sleep. And so if he doesn't do it, it's really hard on me because I want him to do well. I want him to be able to have that reward. And sometimes it's a math game that he really likes. Um, and then he also has like his I um, his tablet that he can play a game on or he has different things that he enjoys doing that I don't allow him to do all the time. So <laughs> just for these purposes. And um, that's what we reserve um, those kind of special activities for is when he does his work, we like to reward him and say, great job. We're so proud of you. And then that continues to motivate him. Oh, yeah. Incentivizing is what we do. It's really great because um, I think I talked about if you go to our website, beentheregodcare.com, you can see, um, I know that my that Nika, she's going to add some of the things that she 
um, activities and different resources that she likes. I've done the same. So you can go ahead and find that there. But I have a chart that I, it's a daily chart. And it's basically, it says like get homework done, pick up and various things. And my kids have a whole day to do it. And what that does is it incentivizes them to be able to get to watch their shows the next day. But for me, that at the end of the day, they are ready to get the house cleaned and do all these things. So I know I talked about that before, but I'm kind of changing, you know, what I incentivize as I see what works, if they're really motivated. And sometimes you have to change it up just to get them motivated, but it, it definitely is something we use in our home too. So I guess um, the next question would be, and this is something that I'm trying to, you know, work through too, is what has been your experience um, being both the parent and the teacher role? How has that been for you? At times, I find it more challenging than others. I mean, he, I've always done some kind of schoolwork with him since he was little. Uh, I've been a stay-at-home mom, so I have had that luxury to you know, do work with him and he's seen me teach him. And, um, recently he told me that, you know, I'm his substitute teacher, that he doesn't see me as his teacher. And of course he prefers to go to school and he prefers to be in a classroom and learn. So that's, um, hard. And I think he picks up, he recently, he has a pin pal and she said, don't you think e-schooling is boring? And then that kind of he never said that before, but then he kept telling me e-schooling is boring. And so he didn't want to do the work. And it's been a struggle since then to get him to do the work. It's been like, I think it's like we feel this a lot when we were in school, like the end of, you know, the last few weeks of school are really hard to be motivated. You already feel like you're in summer break. And so that's what I've been experiencing with him is it's just been hard to get him motivated. But also, you know, I sometimes, I think I also challenge him a lot more than maybe his teacher would. So I have these expectations that he should know things. And when he doesn't, I get frustrated. And so that's my own issues that I have to work on. What, do you, what about you? How are you in this department? Yeah. Would, is that called like the tiger parenting? What is it when you're... <laughs> kind of hard yeah. on you there is a book in a week. yeah I think it- I mean it depends like I think some people take it to the extremes and I'm not that quite that extreme but I do have that a high expectation and high standards for my child and sometimes I need to tone it down and be like you know he's just six years old you know it's not like he should you know it's sometimes we don't even know because we're not teachers in this grade level um and so we don't know what is expected and what should be, you know, what should be accomplished at this age. So that also could be yeah. the reason too. I think that's a good point that we, I'm trying to figure out too. Like, I think because, you know, we're with them before they go to preschool and it's always that, cause I didn't think I was going to homeschool until kindergarten. So you want to get them prepared to get to that point. So you're trying to get them a little bit ahead so they don't fall behind And then you don't really have, you don't, you can't really gauge where all the other students are. You only have your child and you know all of their qualities, their strengths, things that they need to work on. And so because of that, like we can be our kids, 
you know, greatest supporters, but at the same time, we can be, we have, I know that I have to be careful not to be so hard on them. And so for my daughter, my husband, that's why it's good sometimes to even, even if it's a grandparent, even if it's some, I know that your, your mother-in-law helps you a lot with your son and when he writes letters and they can do this over, you know, Zoom. I have my husband sometimes kind of chime in, my mother-in-law, my mom helps with Japanese. Like it's good to kind of have other people help out and even to watch how others work with your kids. And for my daughter, what I found that I was doing was as the mother role, I wanted her to succeed. So when she would turn an assignment into me and I saw that maybe she was being a little tired that day, she was trying to rush through it. I might look through it and say, okay, you can do better than this, redo it. And my husband just told me, you know, you can't do that because if she were to turn this in at school, she would get the grade, even if it was, you know, a fail. And so that was hard for me because I know like, okay, maybe she didn't sleep well that night or maybe she blah, blah, blah. Like I'd make every excuse because I know that my daughter was capable of it. So instead I just have to get my red marker out. I mark it. And then we'll go over it and lovingly, I'm just like, okay, when you turn this in, it has to be ready for mom to grade. And um, I feel like since I've done that, she's taken it a little more serious. And when she knows that she's not meeting the standard, which we talk about, okay, if she knows exactly what she needs to do, she'll then have homework. And it's just made her kind of a little more motivated because I do find when your kid's at home and they even know us so well in weird ways, you know, they know exactly. I mean, it's just, it's hard that, that role of how to blend it. And um, I'm still figuring that out, but I do think that it's something you kind of have to examine often. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I guess I thinking about um your one-year-old how is he dealing with all of this as you um work with your kindergartner okay he's with me right now I'm trying to entertain him as we speak so um (laughs) he kind of comes along with us like he does everything his brother does so that gets a little tricky sometimes he wants to use markers and crayons and mark up things but you know, he, I've discovered he's 18 months. He loves um, puzzles. And so he will sit down with one of those puzzles um, and just work on it. Or he does blocks and things like that. But, um, you know, I try to get him involved because I think kids, they're so curious, you know, at this age. And so this is the time really to allow them to discover things and to manipulate things and play with things. And so I, I try, it's, it, it, it can be hard sometimes, um, but we do our best to um, include him. <laughs> and he's always in the, the recordings for my son. He has to turn in his work. And so he'll record, my son will have to record his writing assignment or whatever assignment he's done and in the background you can always hear um his younger brother or like in the pictures he's photobombing in the background like he's just always there you know though as I think about it I feel like you know when I began homeschooling it was hard for others to like understand 
you know, how it was going for me. And I feel like now that everyone's kind of having to do it, even teachers are now at home, probably with their kids, Mm -hmm. trying to do their work. I feel like so many people are more understanding. And Mm -hmm. even when, even when, you know, kids are around or they make noise, I feel like it's, it's been really kind of nice that everyone gets it. It's difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, And your kids might be in the background. That's why, you know, I'm hoping as listeners here, like, it's just, it's, it's part of our day. And same with my little one. He he's one, but he's with us everywhere. And he just turned one. But what's kind of neat about the learning process is I know that this is kind of maybe like the Montessori method. They kind of group kids together in various mm-hmm. ages. But my little one, he really looks up to his siblings and I can already see that. Mm-hmm. So when I specifically work on my son's reading lesson and we're working on writing, mm-hmm. my son already wants to try to mimic that. And he sees me get out the books. He comes over, he gets his pen and he starts trying to copy. So I do think, you know, I see that my five-year-old's trying to do things that my seven-year-old, well, even that young, they're really picking up on so many things. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of neat, you know, because I do feel like they're probably all learning from mm-hmm. each other in yeah. so many ways. It is really mm-hmm. great. I think in some aspects, I was thinking, oh, I, I feel bad for my younger son because I had more time with him before um, when my my son was in kindergarten all day but now I see he's really grown a lot in his language development because you know he's seeing his older brother they now they do they're four and a half years apart and they don't have a lot in common but they can play together and they do fight and they're they're having like that sibling relationship you know more so than they did before and so it's been good in those ways too to have them have more interaction and I can see it's it's been good for my my younger son's development. So, um, you know, I, I'm thankful for all that in 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 that case. But, um, oh, I was gonna say, you know, we we try to schedule these podcasts where our younger ones are sleeping, and that's what we try to do. And I think yours is sleeping, but mine woke up because my other one was too loud. <laughs> And so now it's like whenever we we try to schedule things, we try to do it. But I think what I'm learning that I didn't have really – that I wasn't good at before was just going with the flow. Sometimes I'm like this planner and like I'm a controlling person. Like I like to have everything controlled. And now it's just like, okay, let's just go with the flow. Okay, yes. <laughs> you know, and I have to be and it's not like me. And that's where I'm having to learn new skills. Um, and that's what's, in, I think that I need that, you know, I'm, I can be a little rigid. And so this has just helped me grow, um, as a person. And, and so I, that's why I'm sharing all that, because I think, you know, I think sometimes if we look at our current situation as the opportunity to grow and learn and connect with our real friend, our family, it can be really such a blessing, but if we only look at the negative, and I, I was going through a week last week where everything was just going wrong, and I was a little on the more negative side, and I think I was talking to my friends, and, you know, we we're all talking about how hard it is. And so when you, yes, when you focus on the negative, it, it really dampers your your um, mood. And so I, I'm trying to be positive right now. 
Well, I definitely have seen a change in you. And I've gone through this. Like I've do I've done this for two years. I'm not a pro by any means, but that's why like my biggest advice was, you know, when we're in the real world or we're doing our things, we everything is schedule oriented and we go on a daily, we feel like our day is accomplished well by the end of the day when we've checked every box off of our list. Well, that's why I mainly have a weekly goal. And I realize like it's okay. I have to be okay if sometimes we roll over and we just try to get it done. And I know our kids need schedules and they need various things. But I think when you're in a setting like a house and you're home and you have a baby, you have to keep that all in mind. And as a family, figure out what's going to work best for your family without. And then the best thing is just making it enjoyable because this is a time that many may not get back. And if you can find, like my, my sister was saying, the, the positives and find the things that, okay, you're saying, well, maybe this is an area that God is trying to change in me for growth, for personal mm-hmm. growth. It's a, it's, it may be a short season. And so to really enjoy the daily, um, the days, even if they don't go the way that we hope for. So, well, I just have a few more things that um, I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. So right now, a lot of people are saying that they're bored at home. What are you doing to keep yourselves entertained? Yeah, so we we have just, like, I think this is just a time where I've let my son kind of develop hobbies, like things that he normally doesn't have time to do, so he likes science and math, and so we do science experiments. We ordered some online and just do that when we have finished all of our schoolwork, and um, also we just go outside. You know, what's been really cool is that it's springtime. And so we've been able to see how ladybugs are forming, you know, that they're actually um, have this cycle like a butterfly. And so they um, were on our um, plants and we were able to watch them grow. And so that's been really cool is just going outside in nature, seeing things that we weren't paying attention to before. And I also, I think I'm really busy and because of like um, the fact that I have to cook meals. Um, my son has allergies and so um, we can't really eat out all the time, um, although we do sometimes. We have a treat, but um, I try so we have to make like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So it's a lot of preparing food and washing dishes. So I feel like I'm on a schedule. Like I'm sure you feel the same way. It's like you're a cook you're a custodian, you're a teacher, it's like all of the above. And so I do fill my day with that. And like, I think the hard thing is sometimes when we start to think, oh, this is not what I'd like to be doing, but if we can find joy in it, you know, I, I, I haven't always felt joyful, but I really had to, I was asking God, like I was getting really upset every day and having a really negative attitude. And I had a breaking point with my son actually, because I was really finding all the things that he does wrong. Like I was nitpicking and saying, you're doing this wrong and you're always making a mess and just complaining. And I've, I like was listening to myself complaining. I don't like that about myself, but I was, as I was doing that, 
I realized because my son started to say, oh, I'm horrible. I'm this and that and just negative things about himself. And it dawned on me that I'm putting that in his head because I'm saying it. And although I don't think that in the moment, I'm just, you know, complaining, it was really rubbing off on him and making him feel really down on himself. And so um, I, as I noticed that, I really had to ask God, please forgive me, but also give me the joy to do things. And, you know, you, you say in your word to do everything without complaining or grumbling and work with all your heart as you're working for the Lord. And I really wasn't having that attitude, but I think God really put on my heart the need of not just prayer, because I was praying every day, asking God for help, but I wasn't really reading his word because I was so busy. Like I was waking up in the morning and then having to start my day to make breakfast. And it was just like, I'd rather stay in bed a few extra minutes, you know, because I was, you know, just instead of waking up and praying or even at night, whatever time I had, I wasn't using it to, to spend time with the Lord. And I, I've been doing that for the past few days. And I, I can just say it's been huge. It's been so helpful. And people have told me this. You have told me this. Just spend time with God, even if it's five minutes reading his word. And for some reason, people don't realize until they do it that it does make such a difference. It's not a long time that I spend, but I, the little time that I do, I think God just uses that to speak to my heart. And he truly gives me the strength to make each day, you know, worthwhile and also work and, 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 and gives me the strength to do things that I'm normally not able to do. Right. So I'm just that's kind of where I am right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm feeling really good because I'm seeing God work right now in my life and through my children. Very good. So sorry. I was, I was just speaking at all in because I feel like we've been able to talk about all of this the past couple of weeks and really relate. And I think that one thing I've really realized, even through this process that I just kind of wanted to just say like, yeah, I agree is, you know, a lot of times we think that certain qualities, like I would get angry. I just wanted to share this a little bit because I do feel like God is doing such a change in me that I almost thought was like an impossible thing because I thought to myself, well, you know, being angry must just be the way it's a normal reaction. So, so one thing that I've done is I've really been praying, like, God, your Holy Spirit, you know, what is the fruit of the Spirit? And what are all of those attributes? And so angry isn't one of them. Like, how can you, God, help me to to help me with that feeling. And the more that I've been praying about it and getting in the word, I really feel like God, as we like seek him and um, to be more like him, even if it's something that you've witnessed your whole life and you saw, you know, a temper in your home or, you know, anger, that's something that can be, you know, stopped with you. And it doesn't have to be something that you do because it's something that's more learned. So for me, I've just said, God, 
please help me with these things. I want to be more patient. I want to be more kind. And I don't even want to have that feeling. So help me, Lord, just to, to with that. And um, for me, I felt like God specifically had to, you know, do a work in me. I've, I've been like making that disciplinary in my life of waking up and spending time with him because I always use sleep as a crutch. And I feel like when I started to get disciplined and spend time with the Lord, I've seen such a change in me. And I feel like he's healing me Mm -hmm. from those things. He's even renewing my mind is getting angry for all those reasons. We might say, Oh, that's normal, but it, it really isn't. It really can change. And I just feel like I have to say, I do think the Lord is helping me with that. So anyway, I did want to add that. That's awesome. Yeah, and you've been an, and you've been an encouragement to me. You've shared that with me, but sometimes you always think, "Oh, but that's that person. Not it's not going to be the same for me." And you tend to compare yourself, and so I just you know encourage anyone. Just you know that time with God is so critical, and it does help in so many ways through your own relationship with God, but just through your relationship with others. It does give you more joy and just. Um, you know, a, a gratefulness for each day. And so you don't think, take things for granted and you see things as a, as a blessing. And, and that's really where I am right at this moment. I really believe that's, that's really God working in me, not me, because that's not how I talk and that's not how I feel most of the time. Yeah. And thing that's been neat with our children is they've really connected in this time you know just even doing this zoom call and as talking about how they keep themselves entertained like my seven-year-old um right we can't get outside as much so it's a little hard but one thing we've done is we go to the pond and we found uh we found frog eggs and we got an aquarium and we've been watching it inside so that's an option for some of those like me who can't get out mm-hmm. but my that's daughter cool. wants to send your son a tadpole and I had to tell him that, <laughs> that that can't happen but because they're outside more and you know he's learning about things they talk about it and my daughter were you know was writing him a letter about all the stages but because they are talking more because we make it a point, you know, those are like the fun things we do in the day is let our kids talk to each other. I feel like they've really um, gotten closer through this time too. And so it's amazing. Like you can bond as a family, Mm -hmm. but my kids are really bonding with others too. And it's different when I know sometimes with friends, you can see each other every week, but when you have to take it to that next level and say, like, we can't see you. Can we, like, call each other more often? Mm-hmm. Let's do video calls. Like, I feel like I'm mm-hmm. getting closer to a lot of these friends and you're letting them in that space. Like, in your home, when your kids mm-hmm. are yelling, when it's kind of messy and mm-hmm. you you just all know you need it, but mm-hmm. it's allowing others to get closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. I. I really like this. Um, all of our family, you know, you know, your family too, they don't live in state or nearby. So um, we've been doing Zoom dinners with um, my mother-in-law. So we'll, and, and several times a week, it's just, we'll eat dinner together. Um, they eat dinner early. They're in, in um, Pacific time. And it's just been nice because we didn't do that before. 
So now we're doing it more often. I feel like, like you said, we're actually closer now as a family. Um, um, and it's, it's brought those it, because, you know, I think there are times I feel lonely, even, even though I have my family here, I miss, you know, my parents and my sister and just like miss people, having people come over and, you know, eating dinner with us. So this has been nice, um, to yeah. do that over dinner well good um I just I guess one thing more that we could talk about is just anything else that has been helpful during this time that you could share with e-school e-learning or um, any resources or any activities that you might want to share yeah so I was thinking what I could um share and it'd probably be easier if I just post something on our website, um, kind of like a video of what you did and all the resources you use. Um, my son and I use a lot of games like uh, uh, to learn. So we did math games. And that's why I think he has such a love for math is because early on we would do these games and he had no idea he was learning, but he was picking up so much like addition, subtraction, multiplication, because we are doing these games together. So I'd like to share that with you all, um, probably in a video, you'll have to look on our website or, um, or at your, our YouTube account for that. And um, just things that we do to pass the time, some games that we do that are also are learning. Um, I can share that um, with you all in that video at our um been there got here.com okay that'll be great great right so um i guess we'll just wrap it up with that i think it's been really nice to hear your story the next couple of episodes that we wanted to share my sister just mentioned that allergies is something that she deals with in her home i also have had to go through a whole other just journey and learning how to cook and deal with that for myself. And I also have food allergies so that were just recently diagnosed. So that's why it's a new journey. So we want to talk a little bit more about our health journeys and share what we've learned through that. And um, just stay tuned for these episodes. Yes. I'm having a little trouble hearing you. I hope everyone's not, but um, I think at the end it's been kind of hard. So we'll just wrap up here and um, thank you again. I think um, the next time we'll be talking about um, our health journeys. So stay tuned for that. Sounds good.